episode 100 you know what i was thinking i was thinking we're gonna make this episode a little special so we're gonna go unedited 100 unedited anything that i say will be held against me because i'm not making any cuts this is going straight from my voice memos i'm recording from these from my voice memos now uh if you haven't noticed the voice quality or the audio quality is a little different than it used to be for the previous like 
Yeah, I think I started. I think I started doing this uh, voice memo recording on like episode number ninety three or ninety four. I can't remember exactly. Maybe it's even closer to like ninety six. But anyways, if you've noticed that the audio quality is a little bit different, maybe better. I don't know, but a little different. I know, like when I say peas, it like goes explodes the speakers. So I'm trying to like be conscious of how I say my peas and be a little bit less like. <laughs> but anyways, we're on episode 100. I'm feeling silly because um I don't know, I just feel good about this, you know? It's really good. It's like a milestone. I really did not think I would record episode 100. And here I am in the basement, 100 days technically, a little bit more than 100 days, but 100 uh episodes in and um I don't feel any different. You know, it's kind of funny cuz I was thinking about that. You know, it's like back in the past like you know I remember when I was like 20 years old like maybe 21 22 I was thinking about like when I'd be I'm almost 37 PS my 37th birthday will be in two days on Wednesday but um I was just thinking to myself was like you know back when I was younger it was a uh being 37 seemed like so old. I was like, oh, when I'm 37, I'm going to be all old and decrepit. I'm going to be like married. I'm going to have like five kids and I'm going to be like ready to retire. And I'm like, here I am 37. I'm like feeling just as young as I felt when I was 22, except for sometimes when I get out of bed, I'm like, Urgh. but for the most part, you know, body wise, energy wise, intellect wise, well, intellect actually feels, you know, better than 22 but um you know body wise just like energy wise i really feel almost exactly the same as i felt when i was 22 and you know it's like like i chalk that up to um the concepts i want to talk about today like heaven and hell now the heaven and hell is not necessarily like i don't want you to get it confused it's not like necessarily uh the heaven that you see with the, you know the sky daddy and you got like somebody that you're you're you know uh that's up in the stars and stuff, angels and stuff. And I'm not talking about the hell, like you will Satan and the fire and the brimstone. I'm actually talking about heaven and hell on earth because, like, you know, regardless of your, let's disregard uh, your religious affiliations if you have any right now because uh, that's not really what we're going to be talking about today. What I want to talk about is your actual own personal paradise here on earth and your own personal hell here on earth because there's a lot of decisions that you can make that could pretty much swing the difference between you being in your own personal heaven and your own personal hell. Now, uh, as I said, like, I find my, I feel like, and maybe this is just, maybe it's something for everybody, but I really feel like exactly the same as I did when I was 22, because I feel like I've done a lot of the, uh, the things that have put me into this, uh, this position. You know, I've been, uh, really focusing on eating, eating well, exercising, you know, maybe my sleep could be a little bit better, but I've really tried to do the things that, you know, I see is saw when I was younger as my personal heaven. You know, when I was, uh, graduating from college at the age of 21, I didn't know, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to, uh, work with kids and, uh, help them, you know, be better people or, you know, <laughs> just help this world in a way that, um, would make, uh, the future societies or future generations, uh, do better than, you know, my current generation and the, you know, the generations, uh, before me. Because, uh, you know, I, I believe the children are future. <laughs> no, but for real, like, I really do believe that, that like, change starts with, um, obviously, yourself. But then next is, like, the, the youth because um, they're the next the next people that are going to lead the place. And, you know, you can't really change the people that are already leading. But you can change and influence those people that are going to be leading. And um, 
So I decided I wanted to come out to Philadelphia, long story short, but I came out to Philadelphia to work with youth, and it didn't quite work out. There's just some things that just didn't work out the way I wanted them to, but, you know, it happens. Uh, but as I said, you know, I didn't make, I, even though, like, I was, like, pretty much, you know, I had, you know, I had some pretty pretty funky episodes that happened to me when I was trying to figure out what to do after I moved to Philadelphia because obviously I was just graduating from college so I didn't have a ton of savings if any at all but um, I always just try to stay healthy uh, mentally like I always try to think of like what I wanted to be and what I wanted to do and I always kept my mind you know I always kept myself present but I always kept my mind on that goal of like I wanted to eventually um, help out kids and run a business and I'm not really helping out kids yet but I did always want to run a business where I could help people out and um, fitness happened to be the arena I could do it. I, I thought I was going to do it through psychology. I thought I was going to be like a famous psychologist that like thought of new theories. But uh, in a way, I'm kind of in that realm because I, I like to, con- you know, as we're talking about this today, I told you I wanted to talk about fulfillment. And uh, in a way, I am kind of like that person because I'm as a personal trainer, you know, a lot of times they say your personal trainer is your personal trainer, but he's also your psychologist because he listens to your problems and listens to your issues and how try to help, tries to help you in ways that, you know, maybe your friends couldn't help you or, you know, maybe an adult couldn't help or uh, not an adult, but like your parents or other uh, people around you couldn't help you because you know you don't really tell your friends everything. Yeah, you know, for some reason, and I think if you don't have a personal trainer, uh, you probably wouldn't know this. But if you do have one, you probably have done this yourself before. I even I know I did this with my coaches, but um, you just happen to tell your. Um, personal trainer, your doctor, you just tell these people more about your life than you would tell your friends because you don't, you're not afraid of judgment because you know that the doctor, personal trainer, whoever is there to help you and the more information you can give them, the more they can help you out. So um, I kind of drifted a little bit away from the topic here, but I just, like I said, I wanted to talk about like uh, you're creating your personal heaven. And so when you like look at your life, you know, like the thing, the most important thing you should do is first think about like what you're your heaven is like what would be uh what would be the characteristics of your heaven would you like have more money would you live in a different place would you like have more friends like there's a lot of different scenarios that you could have in your heaven uh, but if you start to think about what your heaven is um including like you know your personal fitness uh you know um you would actually uh, it actually, thinking about your personal heaven actually helps you to, um, it actually helps you, excuse me, actually, <laughs> live, yeah, uncut, but anyways, um, it actually helps you to, um, move forward because if you're not thinking of your heaven you're just kind of like kind of like floating through life and you don't have any really real goals uh, now on the flip side think about your personal heaven you should also think about your personal hell like what decisions would you uh that what decisions could you make or would you make that would um create that personal hell so and the reason why you would do that is because, like, say, say for instance, so go go to the gym. Say for instance, like, if you were working out, like, you were working out for a while, and um, you were doing your exercise, and you were feeling good, you were working out and looking good, and then you decided one day, you know what, I've been doing this for a while, I'm thinking I'm just going to slow down and just kind of take a little break for a while. And then all of a sudden, you know, like, 
you're not all of a sudden. But you know, like three days later, you're feeling pretty good. You're like, hey, this is not too bad. I'm actually, uh, I'm actually enjoying my my break time. And then like two weeks goes along, and you're still feeling pretty good. You know, you're looking pretty good. But then like three months comes along, and you're not looking as good. You're not feeling as good. But the thing is, like, the reason why I'm saying this is because like uh, when you're first starting off, and you env- envision like just taking a break, your break might be your heaven. But the hell to that is that you're not in the best shape. And the thing is that, like, if you don't imagine that, if you don't visualize that hell, then, like, those little, it's like that when they say you put a frog in water, if you put a frog in boiling water, he'll jump right out. But if you put a frog in, uh, in warm water and you slowly turn up the temperature, he'll just die and not jump out at all. It's the same principle. It's like, you know, if you think about, like, oh, I'm just going to not work out for a little bit, you don't think about, like, three, six, nine months later when all of a sudden you're, like, overweight and you got to start back from scratch. So that would be, like, your personal hell but if you don't visualize that personal hell if you don't visualize like what's going to happen if you don't do the things that that take you to your heaven or have you um identify with your heaven then all of a sudden you're going to find yourself uh pretty much entrapped in this personal hell you won't really know why it happened because you won't have that vision or that you won't have that uh premonition of why you are where you are in the first place so anyways uh that's what i want you to just imagine today like this is episode 100 uh i was thinking about talking for 100 minutes i was thinking about doing some interesting things for 100 but i just said you know what let's just make it live and let's just throw on like uh, let's just do one of my uh, most <clears throat> favorite topics, and that's fulfillment. Because, you know, psychology is my background. Uh, fitness just so happens to be something that I'm really good at and that I like, you know, that I like to feel good with and I like to help people with. But my thing is like helping people, and obviously, my tool for helping people is with fitness. So I would say fitness is a tool, but for me, like the whole mindset thing is really what I'm like attracted to, like a, a moth. <laughs> to a lamp. Uh, if you're on Instagram, you know, you'll you'll get that reference. But um, yeah, I just really want you to consider like heaven, hell. What do you want to be? What do you not want to be? Where do you want to be? Where do you not want to be? What can you do to be where you want to be and get, and be where you want to be? And what should you not do to not be where you want to be and not be who you want to be? So. That's what I got for you today. (laughs) I really appreciate you listening. We're going to pick this up in the conclusion. I might have something for you. I don't even really know. We're just going to go right into it. All right, I'll talk to you in a couple of seconds. about what other people are giving to you because 
your rights are someone else's responsibility. There's no if, ands, or buts around it. There's no way around it. Your right, rights have to be someone else's responsibility. So if you're only concerned about rights, if you're only concerned about the chaos that's around you, your rights from someone else or from something else, then you aren't going to be ever you aren't ever going to be focused on the order you aren't going to be focused on taking the responsibility to put your own life in order and your own life in order is essentially the perfect life so in a nutshell your life your perfect life is you taking responsibility being conscientious about everything in your life making your bed standing up straight making sure you're telling yourself the truth, making sure you're telling others the truth, all the things that your mother told you, your grandmother told you, your father, your grandfather, all those people close to you that raised you, all those things that people told you are good to have in your life. Well, there's a reason why they told you that, because that is the best way to live a good life. Accept responsibility, and don't worry so much about your rights, because the more responsibilities you take on, the more rights you'll inevit- the more rights you'll inevitably have. All right, so that's what I got for you today. I'm gonna try to get this out before Thursday. <laughs> Wish me luck. Anyways, I really appreciate you listening whenever you're listening, whether it be morning, afternoon, or evening. I hope you're having a good one. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And as always, keep good company.